Praise God, hallelujah. Welcome to the first Sunday, the month of January 2022. Praise God, somebody. This is your year of going beyond borders. The Lord will take you beyond borders in 2022 in the name of Jesus Christ. You will soar on eagle's flight. You will soar on eagle's flight. And this year, 2022, all you need to do is to attune yourself to the Lord. And you will see God taking you higher than you can ever imagine. That will be your story this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you again for the privilege of your word, for the entrance of your word brings light and give understanding. We ask you, God, as we begin to study your word, to take your word this morning, Lord, grant utterance and grant understanding to the ears that hear. Let hearts be open. Let us go walk mightily in the ears and the hearts of the people who receive your word this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that this year, 2022 and beyond, shall be full of testimonies. And Lord, you show your people, your work, and your beauty shall rest upon your people. We thank you, God. Let your word come forth as you grant utterance in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Yes, today we are just taking the first teaching for the year to introduce us to what God already has planned for us in year 2022. Before we arrived here, God was already here. Praise God. Before we came into the year 2022, God was already around. And for us, as we grow in the things of God in the kingdom, some things happen. Sometimes we miss it, we miss track, but then we need to come back again. Praise God. Now, the topic of this teaching is Divine restoration of appetite. Divine restoration of appetite. Praise God. Divine restoration of appetite. You see, your life is guided by two things. Hunger and thirst. Your life as a human being. Divine restoration for appetite. Or divine restoration of appetite. Divine restoration of appetite, 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 praise God. Divine restoration of appetite, very important. Your life is guided by two important things. Those two important things are hunger and what? Thirst, appetite. Appetite, praise God, hallelujah. Divine restoration of appetite. I said your life is guided by two things. Your life is guided by two things. Hunger and thirst. Hunger and, thir and thirst are functions of appetite. Hunger and thirst are functions of appetite. And appetite is actually a desire for food or drink. Appetite is simply a desire for food or drink. It can also mean a strong desire for 
for something, a longing, a desire for something, a longing for something. That's appetite. Talk about appetite. It's a longing for something. A longing for something. I said appetite. Take. Appetite is about food, a hunger for food, food and drink. Hunger and thirst are the functions of appetite. Hunger and thirst, thirst are the functions of appetite, okay? Now, if these two are the functions of appetite, and I also said that appetite is a desire for either food or drink. And I also said that appetite is also a longing for something. An eagerness, a desire for something is appetite. Now, the truth of the matter is that we are creatures of appetite. We are creatures of appetite. We are always hungering and thirsting for something. We are hungering and thirsting for something. Praise God. We are always hungering as it were or thirsting after something. Once someone loses appetite for food or drink, that person is on his way to death. If you lose your appetite for food or for drink, it means you are getting ready to die. Is not true? If you lose your appetite for food or for drink, it means you are ready to take yourself out of this world. See, that's what it means. Now, you live your life in two realms. You live your life in two realms. In the spiritual realm, spiritual realm, and physical realm. And in all these realms, these two realms are also governed by the function of appetite. Appetite, function of appetite. What makes you survive in the physical realm or the physical realm is by what? Appetite. Strong desire. Strong eagerness. The success and continuity of your life, either in the physical or in the spiritual, is determined by your appetite. The success of your life in the spiritual or in the physical is determined by your appetite. Everybody say appetite. Appetite. Praise God. Very important. Your success and continuity in your spiritual life, okay, or in your physical life is determined by what? Appetite. Praise God. The way you demonstrate appetite for food or drink for your physical life is the same way also you demonstrate appetite for spiritual food 
the same way you demonstrate appetite for physical food is the same way you demonstrate appetite for spiritual food. For your spiritual life to be sustained and for your physical life to be sustained, your function of appetite must be strong. Those of us who don't eat food very well, you can see how we are looking. But the more you eat well, strong food for your strong body. In the same way, if you don't eat well spiritually, you will not be looking well spiritually. So appetite becomes very, very important for your life in 2022. Your appetite is going to determine how you are going to look in 2022. Praise God. Very important. Appetite. Once you lose appetite for food or drink, you are set to die. Once you lose appetite for food or drink, you are set to do what? Die. Or if you don't want to say that, it means you already take yourself out of this world. Go to the other place. Praise God. No life makes progress without appetite. No life makes progress without appetite. And no life becomes anything without appetite. No life becomes anything without appetite. Remember we are talking about restoration of divine restoration of appetite. He said, no life becomes anything without appetite. No life becomes anything without appetite. Once you leave, lose appetite for food or drink, you are already setting yourself to die. Nobody with strong appetite can get bored. Nobody with strong appetite can do what? Get bored. Tell you how it works. If you have a strong appetite, you can never get bored. To be bored is to lose appetite. To be bored is to lose appetite. And to lose appetite is to prepare yourself to die. Hmm. Praise God. No one with strong appetite can get bored. Bored. When you say bored, I have say I am bored. Nobody with strong appetite gets bored. Praise God. And to be bored is to lose appetite. Is to lose appetite. To be bored is to lose appetite. Hallelujah. And as you lose appetite, you are preparing yourself for death. Anyone who cannot manage his appetite has no future. If you cannot manage your appetite, you have no future. Or rather, your future is bleak. Appetite for food. Appetite for drink. Appetite to satisfy the cravings of the flesh. If you cannot moderate your appetite, <laughs> There's no future for you. Praise God. 
But the future belongs to those whose appetite for life is governed by the word of God. The future belongs to those whose appetite for life is governed by the word of God. Governed by the word of God. The future belongs to those whose appetite for life is governed by the word of God. Word of God. Word of God. Hallelujah. Glory. Praise God. The future belongs to those whose appetite for life is governed by the word of God. Who crave for the things of God. Now, it doesn't matter how educated you are. It doesn't matter how sophisticated your take you are. Your life could end in disaster if you do not control your appetite. As I said, it doesn't matter how educated you are. It doesn't matter how sophisticated you are. Your life could still end in disaster if you do not manage your appetite. There are many sophisticated people, many educated people, many talented people whose lives have been destroyed and ruined because they were not able to manage their appetite. They drink so much, they eat so much. Whatever thing they see, they want to have. Their craving for things has no limits. They cannot control it. And so their life becomes wasted and destroyed. Praise God. Let's take a few scriptures about what the Bible says concerning appetite. Let's open to uh, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 1 and 2. Proverbs 23, verses 1 and 2. Uh -huh. I know some people in the house who have a strong appetite for food. Look at what the Bible says. Open your Bible and see. 23, verse 1 and 2. Those who like food too much, let's see what the Bible says about appetite for food. Verse 1 and 2 says, When thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before you. And put a knife to your throat if thou be a man given to appetite. Put a knife on your throat so you can guard yourself. Otherwise, he puts the food before you and says, Ah, this is food, I want to eat it free. And the free food will eventually become your bondage. So when you go to a ruler's house, you go to a program, you go to an event, they bring out free food. Free drinks, free things. You see them say, ah, this is free. Many drunkards don't drink with their money. Free drink is what makes them become drunkard. Because ah, this is free drink. They go to drinking bar. Most of those drunkards you see there, they don't drink with their money. They don't even have money. Free drinks. Other people buy. They drink, that is free. It's our friend, drinking joint. They may, they may be able to afford only one bottle or two bottles, but they are willing to drink up to a carton of beer. Yeah. Yes. Free drink. 
or is it food? They go to an event, they go to a party, they go to a public event, there's food lined up. You see their plate, full of food. Whether they need it, but you know why? Free food. So when you appear on such event, learn how to control your appetite. It is not going to show that you've never eaten for one year. To show the whole world that you've never eaten for the past one year. Manage your appetite. Praise God. This is Chuko. Manage your appetite in 2022. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Manage your appetite. Manage your appetite. Glory to God. Are we together? Manage your appetite for food. Don't be greedy. Ecclesiastes chapter 6 verse 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 6 verse 7. All the labor of man is for his mouth. And yet the appetite is not filled. Everyone you see laboring, walking, jack, they walk 24 hours. What are they laboring for? For their appetite. The appetite, their hunger for food, for clothing, for shelter, to buy a new car, to buy a new house is all about appetite. Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 7. All of a man's labor, struggle, is for his appetite. You want to have 20 houses. Appetite for houses. Want to have 50 cars. Appetite for cars. Anyone who cannot manage his appetite will have his life wasted. Everyone's toil is for their mouth, yet their appetite is not satisfied. You hunger. When you get 20 cars, you want to have 50. When you have 50, you want to have 1,000. When you have 1,000, you want to have 5,000 feet of cars. You have two houses, you want to have 10. Have 10, you want to have 20. Have 20, you want 100. Appetite, never satisfied. Praise God. Hallelujah. Job chapter 38, verse 39. Job 38, 39. Let's see what it says. Job 38, 39. It says, without haunt the prey for the lion, or feel the appetite of the young lions. Job 38 verse 39. Job 38 39. It says, When thou haunt the prey for the lion, or feel the appetite of the young lions. What is he talking about? Can you, are you the one that will go and get food for the lions? The hungry young lions, are you the one to go and get food for him? No, he'll take care of himself. In other words, your appetite is your responsibility. You gotta manage it. Nobody is going to manage your appetite for you. You are responsible for managing your appetite. Many people have lost their appetite for the things that matter. Not just physical things, but spiritual things. Many people have lost their appetite. Jesus knew about appetite. 
Jesus knew something about appetite, thirst. I would say on the last day, on that last day of the feast, that great day of the feast, John chapter 7, verse 37, he said, Jesus Christ, if any man thirst, let him come and drink. It is your responsibility to feed your appetite, to satisfy your appetite. And you must do so responsibly. Jesus said, is any man thirsty? Let him come. Are you thirsty? Come. Are you hungry? Come. Praise God. But when you see the food, take only enough. Bible said, when thou see honey, honey is sweet, but only take enough. And it's good for you. Though it is sweet, it can also make you sick. Honey. It can make you sick, even though it is sweet, can also make you sick. Even though it is sweet, can also make you sick. Praise God. Jesus said on that last day of the feast, Is anyone thirsty? Let him come and drink. Come on to me and drink. As the year 2022 begins, and ask you, are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Come. Let there be a restoration of your appetite. Many have lost their appetite because of the experiences they have gone through the past year. They are wondering, can I still make it? What's the point struggling? What's the point trying again? And losing the appetite to leave. But the Lord is saying, come. Praise God. He said what? Come. Come and drink. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6 says, Blessed are they who hunger and thirst. Remember we said, your life is governed by two things. Hunger and what? Thirst. Open your Bible. Read it to yourself. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6. Say, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. But there's something to hunger for. There's something to thirst after. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Your life is governed by two things, hunger and thirst. And hunger and thirst are function of what? Appetite. And Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Praise God. This year I invite you to hunger and thirst after righteousness, and you shall be filled. Glory to God. You know that song that says, he is my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the testing of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. He is my cup, fill up and make me whole. 
time to use my cup love I lifted up love Come and quench the sing of my soul Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more Use my cup, fill up and make me Here is my call. You are the one to satisfy your justice. Your appetite is your responsibility. Your appetite is what? Your what? Responsibility. To manage. Bring it to the Lord. Say, Lord, fill me up. You need to bring your cup to the Lord this year for a filling up again. You need to bring yourself again to the Lord for a filling up. You need restoration of divine appetite. Appetite for righteousness. Appetite for righteousness. There are a number of areas of your life you need restoration of appetite. Praise God. There are a number of areas, five areas of your life you need restoration of what? Appetite. Five areas. I want you to pay attention. Five areas of your life you need restoration of appetite so that you might fulfill your purpose in the year 2022. Five areas of your life you need a restoration of appetite so that you might fulfill God's purpose for your life in 2022 and so that you might go beyond borders in 2022. Number one, number one, appetite for the love of God, love for God, love for God, not love of God, love for God, love for God, appetite for love for God. I said there are five areas of your life you need a restoration of appetite for you to succeed in the year 2022. Number one, love for God. You need to return to your first love. Your love for God. Return. 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 Let's open our Bible to um, Revelation chapter number two. And we'll read for us something this morning. Return, return. Revelation chapter two, open your Bible quickly. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. I read. It says, Unto the angel of the church of Ephesians, church at Ephesus, write, This thing saith that he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, I know thy works. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil and thou hast not and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and has found them liars. Verse three. And has born and has patience and for my name's sake has labored and had not fainted. 
verse 4. Nevertheless, I have something against you because thou hast left thy first love. Is there you there? Verse 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Verse 5. Now, return therefore from whence thou hast fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto you quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place except thou repent. Praise God. Verse 5, I ended. Revelations chapter number 2 Verse 1 to 5. Verse 4, it says, Nevertheless, I have something against you. Nevertheless, you have done this, you have been doing this, you have tried, you exercised patience, and all of that, but I have something against you. What is that thing I have against you? You have lost your first love. Your love for God has waned. Praise God. Your love for God has come down. He said, repent and return. If you don't return to your first love, he said, I will come to you quickly and take your candlestick from the midst of you. And you will suffer darkness. Praise God. May that not be your story in 2022 in Jesus' name. The Bible says in Matthew chapter number 24, verse 12, it says, in the last days, Matthew 24, verse 12. Let's show you quickly again why it is important for why returning to your first love become very important. Matthew 24, verse 12. It says, Matthew 24, verse 12. It says, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. We are in the days of prime iniquity. Wickedness, sin, destruction, unfaithfulness, unthankfulness, all kinds of things are all around us. And because of it, the love for God in the hearts of many people are waxing cold. Their experiences of life is making the love of God in their hearts to wax cold. It says, return to your first love. These circumstances of life must not deter you or make you lose the fervency of your love for God. Praise God. That's the number one area you need to return. Your appetite for the love of God must be revived. You say repent. Repent here means change your mind. Turn back to from where you have fallen. Come back. Return again and get up. That's what it means to repent. Say, Lord, I'm sorry for the coldness of my love towards you. Revive me again. I come. Number two area of your life, you need revival, you need restoration. Appetite for faith in God. Faith in God. 
faith in God. Number one, love for God. Number two, faith in God. The times we live in is putting pressure, much pressure on people. Love for God, number one. Faith in God, number two. The times we live is putting pressure on so many people. And their faith in God is waxing cold. Let's take a look at 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Timothy, Paul was writing to Timothy, was telling him about a thing that will happen in towards the end of time. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, and he said, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. So we do what? Depart from the faith. Many will depart. He said, The Spirit of God speaketh what? Expressly, without confusion, without ambiguity, with clarity that and towards the end of time, the latter days, many, some will depart from the faith. Why? They will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. Doctrines of demons. Some. Now, this letter is written to Christian people, not unbelievers. It's talking to those who are in church. Some, their faith, they will lose their faith. Why? They've been in church for many years, but their faith will go down. I mean, they have been in the church. Iniquity shall abound. Love will come down. Many will lose their faith because of circumstances, things that are happening. But this year, say, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. You need to stay up your faith in God one more time. You need to believe again in the ability of God. That God is able to do what he says he will do. He said he will protect you. He will preserve you. He will provide for you. That even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said he will never leave you. And you can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. You need to reassure yourself again. Rebuild your confidence again in the ability of God to do what he said he would do. That's what faith is all about. Your response to what God has said. Go out again and begin to do the works of God as you once did it before. Number three areas of your life that you need restoration this year is compassion towards others. Number three, compassion towards others. Compassion towards other people. Number one, love for God. Number two, faith in God. Number three, compassion towards other people. The truth of the matter is that the times like this is in God to have compassion. 
Because you see, you have been nice to people once, twice, thrice, four times, five times. And on each occasion, they return with what? Ingratitude. You say, what's, what's the point? Say, everybody go to your, to your tent, oh Israel. What's the point helping people? The ones I've helped before, what have they done? Praise God. These days, people are simply after themselves. People are only interested in themselves. What concerns them? And maybe their own family. Compassion towards other people is going down. I'm talking about people in church, Christian people. Compassion towards other people is going down. They love themselves. They are not really concerned about other people. The heart of many have become callous. Callous. The heart of many. Callous. Become ticking, hardened. Hardened. Compassion is no longer as fervent as it used to be. Check your heart. No feelings. Paul the Apostle warned Timothy about this situation also. By the Spirit of God, he saw that a time will come when it will be difficult for him to show compassion. Because of ingratitude. And he said in 2 Timothy chapter number 3. Let's go there. 2 Timothy chapter number 3. Because there's nothing happening now that has not been prophesied. Bible said the scriptures are written for our instruction, for our guidance, for our direction. So that we'll be able to do what God wants us to do. So that we don't feel that ah, this is a new. Nothing is new, so to speak. God knew that things like this would eventually happen. And so you prepare yourself. So when they begin to manifest, you are not confused. Paul began to write to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 1 and 2. And it says, This, this know also. This know also. In addition to what he has told him in 1 Timothy chapter number 4, in 2 Timothy chapter number 3, verse 4, verse 3, is verse 1, he says, This know also that in the last days, Perilous time shall come. In the last days, perilous time shall come. Now look at what. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. They just love themselves. They don't give a damn to anybody. They become what? Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. Look at that. In the last days, these things are manifesting. You see boys and girls using their parents for ritual killings. Why? Because they want to make money. They become disobedient to their parents. Their parents are talking to them. They are standing there holding their hand on their waist and saying, who are you? What do you know? You are an old generation. Their parents are telling them, don't go there. Don't do this. They say, what, who are you? 
What do you know? This is not. This is our own time. They said, this is our time. Mommy, daddy, this is not your time. This is our time. We do what we like. And they go and do what they like, and they perish in it. Because they think they are wiser than their parents. I would say, in the last days, they will be disobedient to their parents. May you not be disobedient to your parents. Because where you want to go, your parents have been there before. They are telling you, don't go there. That boy you're going out with is not good. Go away. Stop. That party you want to go, don't go to that party. That clothes you want to wear, don't wear that clothes. It's not good for you. You say, no, mommy, this is our time. This is our fashion. Your fashion, your fashion will take you to hell. Praise God. May that not be your story, Jesus. There will be some people who will be unthankful, ungrateful. Ingratitude will increase. People you have helped. Disappointments. They will disappoint you. Some will disappoint you intentionally. Some will disappoint you unintentionally. Some will disappoint you because circumstances beyond their control. What are you going to do? How are you going to handle disappointments of people you trust? Ingratitude will increase. What are you going to do about it? Paul told Timothy, be careful that these things are going to happen. So your heart must constantly be alive. That in spite of these things, you still be a lover of God and a lover of people. Let me also tell you something. God has been disappointed in human beings from generation to generation. God has been good to us, yet not many people come to say thank you. Has God stopped being good? No. God has never stopped being good because people are ungrateful. So you too, as a child of God, you must not stop being good because people are ungrateful. Are you getting it now? Because you have to be like your father. God still allowed the sun to shine every day upon the wicked and upon the good people. Your father still remains good in spite of the people who are ungrateful. So like your father, you have to remain grateful. In 2022, tell yourself, I will be compassionate. I will be compassionate. No matter what people have done to me, I will still love again. No matter what people have done to me before, I will still be a good. I will still be, remain a good person. Praise God. You need to revive your appetite for compassion. Restoration of appetite for compassion. Praise God. Number four area of your life. You need restoration in 2022. Number four area is what? Boldness and sound mind. Mr. Chico, write it down. Boldness and sound mind. Number four. Boldness and sound mind. I say you need five areas of your life to be revived, restoration. Number one, your love for God. Number two, Faith in God. Number three, compassion towards other people. And number four, boldness and sound mind. Let's look at Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It said, For God, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Power and of love and of a sound mind. Love, power, 
many have lost their mind. Many Christians, many have, remember, these scriptures are written to Christian people, not to unbelievers. Many people have lost their mind. They have lost their capacity to reason things from God's perspective. They reason things from the worldly perspective. They interpret situations and circumstances of life from the way of the world. You do me, I do you. God no effects. That is interpreting life from the world philosophy. Praise God. They interpret situation from worldly standards. Many have lost their confidence in themselves and confidence in God. They are fearful, fearful instead of faithful. Many Christians have become fearful instead of faithful. The apostle declares, say, for God had not given us what? The spirit of what? Fear. What has he given unto us of what? Power. What again? Love and what? Sound mind. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12, it says, As many as receive him, to them he gave the power to become what? Sons of God. You have the power. You are the son of God. Praise God. You have the power. You have become a son of God. So be bold and confident. And say, I am what? The son of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. First, second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. It says, For God has not given God a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Brethren, in 2022, you need a restoration of boldness to declare, to ask you, who are you? I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. I am born of God. Boldness declared. In sound of our said, the love for God. Romans chapter 5 verse 5. It says, For the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. You have the love of God in your hearts. Praise God. It's time to manifest it. 2022, Romans chapter 5 verse 5. The love of God is shed abroad in your heart. The love of God is already in your heart. You've got to manifest it. You see, you know why you don't manifest the love of God? Disappointments of people. People have shown ingratitude towards you. So you now hide the love of God. I'm not going to show it because what I showed before, what came out from it. You interpret it. Was beaten twice shy. That is the language of the world. It is not in the Bible. Was beaten twice shy. It is the language of the world. It is not the Bible. Be good. They say, remain, keep doing good. Keep doing good. Don't stop doing good. For at the right time, you will profit from it. We have the mind of Christ. Say, I have the mind of Christ. I can think well. I can reason well. I can talk well. Praise God. We have the mind of Christ, not the mind of this world. The mind of the people in the world is corrupted. We must not resume situations and circumstances of life based on the principles and philosophies of this world. There's a word of God for us. This year, 2022, 
you will choose. I said, Lord, restore unto me sound mind and boldness. Praise God. Final area, you need to restoration of, in this 2022, passion for souls. Passion for souls. Passion for souls. Passion for souls. Praise God. Passion for souls. The soul of man is the most important asset of God on earth. The soul of man is what? The most important asset of God on earth. An asset. Hmm. Those of you who do this, they talk about assets. The soul of man is the most important asset of God on earth. Not mineral resources, not gold or silver or diamond or petroleum. Those are mineral assets. They are important, but they are not the most important asset of God on earth. What is the most important asset of God on earth? The soul of man. And God wants this asset to be preserved to be maximized. God is much more interested in souls than in anything else that we can do for men. Yes, we can buy clothes for people. We can buy shoes for them. We can even heal them of sickness and disease. We can build houses for them. This is a good, praise God. It's good to do those things for people. Build houses for the poor. Give food to the helpless. Hungry people, feed them. Those who are sick, heal them. Those who cannot heal, give them more medicine. Praise God. But you can still do this thing for people and they sit down and go to hell. You can still heal them of sickness and disease, they sit down and go to hell. You can build houses for them, they sit down and go to hell. Praise God. And if they die and go to hell, they have lost. That's eternal lost. Eternal loss. Praise God. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man that he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Your soul, the soul of man, is the most important thing that God, the most important asset of God on the earth, in the world. So to win souls is the most important engagement that God expects us to be involved in. Now, he did not say we should not be involved in other things, Get involved in politics, get involved in business, get involved in making money, those things are good. But the most important thing of all is what? Winning souls. Getting people born again, translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's own dear son, the kingdom of light. That's the most important thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Proverbs, the book of Proverbs says, He that winneth soul is wise. So this year, you're going to restore, say, Lord, restore unto me the hunger for souls. The hunger for what? Souls. Now that you know these five areas of life that you need restoration in 2022, what are you going to do? Number one, love for God. Number two, Faith in God. Number three. Number three. Compassion towards other people. Number four. Boldness and soundness of mind. And number five. Passion for souls. 
Now that you know these things, what manner of person do you need to be? Go forth and do it. The Bible says, they, blessed are the doers of the word, not just the hearers thereof. This year you're going to be asking, as we're going to close right now, you're going to be on your feet. I said, Lord, ask for divine restoration. Say, Lord, restore unto me my love for you. Restore unto me my faith in you. Restore unto me compassion for others. Grant me boldness and soundness of mind. And restore unto me the hunger for souls. Be on your feet as we close this message this morning. This first Sunday in the month of January 2022. This becomes your beginning. And as you start in this direction, you will see God granting you speed in 2022. You will see God taking you to higher realms of life in 2022. Say, Lord, restore unto me my love for you. Restore unto me my love for you. Restore unto me faith in you. Confidence in you. Lord, I ask of you, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, compassion for other people, compassion towards other people, that I might see those who are in trouble, I might go out and help them. Lord, my disappointment, ingratitude of people will not hinder me again from continuing to be a blessing to people. For you said, keep doing good and never stop doing good because in due time, we dash a reward for every good level. Father, restore unto me the hunger for soul. Restore unto me boldness. Lord, in my heart already is shed abroad the love of God. I receive for I have the mind of Christ. Lord, help me to begin to think again. Think, think like God. Act like God. Talk like God. Do the way you want me to do things. I receive the grace to walk in this newness of life in year 2022 in the mighty name of Jesus. As I enter this year, 2022, I receive grace for this newness of life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. He said, For seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto me. These are the things about kingdom of God, righteousness, walking in the love of God, love for God, compassion for others. These are attributes of divine righteousness. Lord, as I walk in these areas in 2022, you will add unto me all other things that are necessary for me to fulfill your purpose in my life. Love for Lord, thank you. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praise. Thank you for your life. Thank you for taking me to higher realms of life in 2022. No more flying low. I shall soar up on ego's way. I receive the wings to fly this year. Nothing stopping me. Nothing hindering me. Because the grace of God is available to enable me to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than anyone can imagine. Thank you, Father, for the grace. In Jesus' mighty name. Let me hear your loudest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. This year, 2022, we are soaring onto high places. As we commit ourselves again to love for God, commit ourselves again, restore unto us faith in you. Restore unto us again compassion for other people, both those who are in Christ and those who are not in Christ. Lord, boldness to declare your word. Boldness to speak your word in every place and at any time. Soundness of mind. And Lord, even as we begin to walk, desire and hunger and go after souls this year, our lives will not be the same again. Thank you, Father, for changing us. Thank you for restoration. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.